Good day, my beautiful souls. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, uh, Suzanne Joseph, Your Wellness Strategist, uh, coming in to give you some of God's word and just to expound on what God wants from us and what our season is looking like coming up and what we are going through. Uh, we all individually uh, go through our own process, our own healing and our own journey. Uh, but the one thing that we fail to realize is the thing that brought us into a place where we were once depressed, where we were once sad, where we were uncontrollably crying, is the place that we don't want to go back to. Uh, The place that had us feeling abandoned, the place that had us feeling that we lacked love, the place that had us feeling like we were not great mothers, you get what I'm saying? Great sisters, um, a great child of God, you know, that's the biggest thing for all of us. You know, there comes that season where you need to take heed. You need to tune in to those areas in your life where they were troubling and what you can do to change that to move forward in your life. This morning, I want to start off our day by reading um, from the book of Romans, Um, starting from Romans 6, and I'm going to go all the way through 1 through 14, and we're just going to break it down a little bit. I'm going to break it down um, based on my knowledge, how I receive it. I feel like when, you know, people read the Bible, uh, depending on what their circumstance is or their perspective is in life, uh, they're going to see the word of God, because we need to see the word in order to digest what God is saying. Uh, I'm learning, you know, in the last couple of days that we listen with our eyes first. You know what I'm saying? If we really want to hear the message clear, but we got to see the word and then we got to break that word down based on our experience and the truth as always and what God wants for you in the season that you are going through. So let's start off Romans 6 verse 1. It says, so do you think We should continue sinning so that God will give us more and more grace. Come on, ask yourself, should you keep sinning and think that God's going to give you more and more grace? Of course not. Like, who does that? Our Lord, our old sinful life ended. It's dead. So how can we continue living in sin? Did you forget that all of us became part of Christ Jesus when we were baptized? Because, you know, we all backslide. We all go back and forth. We all go dibble and dabble into the worldly things. And then we try to come back to God and be like, hey, God, I'm here. I'm ready. In our baptism, we shared his death. So when we were baptized, we were buried with Christ and took part in his death. And just as Christ was raised from death by the wonderful power of the father, So we can now live a new life. If you guys don't know what he's talking about, his son, his only begotten son who died for our sins so that we can be forgiven. And that is Christ. Christ died and we have been joined with him by dying too. So we will also be joined with him by rising from death as he did. We know that our old life was put to death on the cross with Christ. This happened so that our sinful selves would have no power over us. Then we would not be slaves to sin. Anyone who has died is made free from sin's control. Just like when we lose people that we love. You know, I lost my father October 2022. 
And I know I dealt with his death differently because in my mind, we all have to die. In my mind, you know, he lived a long life and he was able to do some of the things that he wanted to do in life. But the main important thing is he died loving God. He died knowing God. He got to see his children. We weren't perfect, but he got to see us loving on God, building that relationship with him. And that's like an important thing, you know, for every parent out there for their children. They all want their children to get to know God. Uh, we all want our brothers and sisters to get to know God because we know God is good. We know he's real and we know the love that he has for us. You know, God wants to give us an abundant life. And in order to give us abundant life, we got to keep that word flourishing. So that's why we know that our old, our old life was put to death, y'all. So starting again from eight, it says, if we died with Christ, we know that we will also live with him. Christ was raised from death and we know that he cannot die again. Death has no power over him now. Yes, when Christ died, he died to defeat the power of sin one time enough for all time. He know he now has a new life and his new life is with God. In the same way, you should see yourselves as being dead to the power of sin and alive for God through Christ Jesus. But don't let sin control your life here on earth. You hear that? Don't let sin control your life here on earth. A lot of us are in relationships that are very sinful. Relationship that doesn't help you is not conducive to your growth. My favorite word, you know what I'm saying? It's not giving you what you need to accomplish the purpose that God has before you. It's not aligned to the walk that God has for you. It causes you to sin. That friendship causes you to sin. You, some people don't realize those things. Like you might love these people, but if they're causing you to sin, they're causing you not to grow. If they're causing you to sin, they're causing you not to heal and really walk in your true identity who God has really called you to be. Okay. And it says, you must not be ruled by the things your sinful self makes you want to do. So we all have those fleshly worldly desires. We all want to partake and we want to be like, Oh my, but my, my body wanted my flesh wanted. But what does God say? What would God do? What would Jesus do in this moment? You get what I'm saying? Uh, just like I speak a lot about if you have my book, Chasing After God's Own Heart, there's a chapter in my book that talks about when I started entertaining a relationship with a woman. You get what I'm saying? And I felt like, okay, I'm going to be with this woman. I feel happy here. This is the place I, I need to be. She knows me. I know her. She makes me feel good. But it was a fleshly desire. It wasn't what God wanted for, for me. You get what I'm saying? And even though other people would look at me and say, I look more happy being with a woman, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to dive into that fleshly sin because that's not what God wants for me. And I have no judgment on anyone else, you know, that is in a relationship because God is about love. If that's who you love, love who you love. But as for me, I'm not going to jump into my desire. I want at the end of the day, me and God to meet face to face. And he said, oh my God, no matter how your heart felt in this moment, you really honored me over it all. And that's what it is for me. So don't use your bodies. Come on. Don't use your bodies. Don't use your bodies to do evil, but offer yourself to God. Don't offer the parts of your body to serve sin. Offer the parts of your body to God to be used for doing good. Sin will not be your master because you are not under law. You now live under God's grace. So let's talk about this a little bit, people. 
I don't know who's going to get upset with me, but God brought the law in the book of Romans. If you read it to make us new again, he saw that because the law was there, we, our minds put us in a place to want to sin because we knew now we had knowledge of right and wrong. I mean, let's say Eve ate the fruit. You know what I'm saying? So we became human beings living simple ways in the world. In the world, living our simple ways. But we do have a choice. God said, I want to love you with my grace. I sent my only begotten son and the way he got treated. If we all read the story and him trying to, you know, get people to understand that, hey, God is real. I'm his son. And this is what the Messiah said. This is what's going to happen. This is going to be done. Like you can even say at one point of his time, he got tired of explaining himself, tired of proving himself. Like, you know who I am. Like, God, these people really don't know. Just like sometimes we just don't know. But if we open our minds to God's word, we open our minds to healing. We open our minds to the training season. We open our minds to the transformation season that we could really see what God is really wanting from us, what God is calling us to. We could really see who we are. You can now become the best version of who God called you to be in your season. Who did he call you to be? What do you want? What do you see yourself in five years? What are your goals? What do you have set up for yourself? What is set up for your generation and your legacy? When you get up every day is your to-do list. Uh, I'm going to go to the club this Friday. I'm going to hang out with such and such this weekend. I'm going to stay on the phone all week talking about other people, other things that doesn't pertain to my growth. Like what are your choices that you're making when you get up? Have a new choice that says that I'm going to read a scripture a day. Have a new choice that says I'm going to spend some time building my relationship with God so I can see clearer. I'm going to spend some time listening with my eyes so I can develop, develop a keen discernment, that discernment that God wants me to have so I can align everything. I'm going to surround myself with those who want the same thing, who are in the same path and the same journey with me so that I can, you know, still be fulfilled so that when I'm talking, I don't sound like I'm crazy. Because when God starts giving you that bubbling spirit inside and you feel like uh, that, that energy inside of you, like something new is about to happen. You want to be surrounded by people that understand and get it. Because when you start talking to dead ears, they start looking at you like, okay, girl. Yeah, girl, do you girl. But the real sister in Christ will say, yes, honey, you are now coming into your season. You are coming into your development season. God is about to change you, restore you, make you new again, but you need to discipline yourself. You need to come under his garment. You need to get on your knees. And like, that's what a sister in Christ does. Not, hey, girl, okay, girl, do your thing, girl. I'm a subword. Words and actions are different things, people. So what are you calling yourself into this season? What sin is holding you bound that you cannot go forward? Ask yourself these questions. We don't like to ask ourselves questions because I think we're afraid of the answer. Because most a majority of the time, the answer is right at the tip of your tongue. I don't know why I am going through this. Okay. What happened? Well, I don't feel love. And this is, a, oh, so you know why you're going through. You don't feel love. So why don't you begin to feel love within you? So you don't have to search for love. Because God already wants to abundantly love you. He wants to flourish all over your heart, all over your life. I don't have a good relation with such and such. Maybe that alignment is not in your season. Maybe God wants you to work on you, fix you, fix your heart. Your heart is so important to fix and correct, y'all. It, it shows you what he means by God's grace. 
it shows up and tells you that you can't be sitting here getting angry at everything that is happening in your life, getting frustrated and overwhelmed with everything that is happening because it is what it is. So how do I go forward? How do I go forward? Yesterday, you know, me and my daughter, we decided to go visit a church yesterday. She fell in love. Yay, God. One for, one for you, God. You know, she fell in love. And while we were in the car that morning, I got a call and I had to run some errands. And she was like, hey, mom, don't get frustrated. I want you to take a deep breath and, you know, get through this. And I'm like, um, you know, you're right. You know, I am trying to breathe through this, but I am still frustrated. You know, because sometimes, you know, things are repeatedly happening. You want things to change and it won't change. And then I took that deep breath. We went into church and I realized that the enemy was trying to distract me from the message that God was sending in within the ministry, within that moment. And had I stayed in that frustrated place, I wouldn't have got the message to listen with my eyes, listen with my ears, build the relationship with God, listen to God's word and what he is writing in his scripture. Listen. So I send this message out to you to tell you to listen up in this season. Listen to what your heart and your, 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 your gut is telling you. Your gut speaks life, y'all. Your gut tell you like, mm, this don't feel right. When that gut feeling is telling you that, take heed. Take heed so you don't make choices where you have to utter the word saying, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Like I seen this coming. We don't want to see this coming in this season. We want to see great things coming in this season. Not choices that were made in error. So I want you to take this message. I want you to begin to love on yourself uh, before we close out. I just want you to close your head. I want you to take a deep breath in and know that God is providing you a new life. God wants you to breathe the air that he created and he wants you to embrace yourself in new life. He wants you to be able to enjoy this journey so that when it's time for you to come home, you can say, God, I had an experience. I have an experience that I could share so that when the next vessels are sent out, we can prepare them. That's the kind of conversations I'm looking for with God in this season. So I want you to bow your head, close your eyes, and I just want you to listen to the sound of my voice right now while I cover you. Lord, Father God, I want to thank you, Father God, for just the message. I want to thank you for the word, Father God. I want to thank you for the things that you are doing in this season, Father God, whether we don't understand it, whether we don't get it, Father God, whether we do get it in this season, Father God. I want to thank you, Father God, for the encouragement, for the wisdom, for the lifting up, for sending your army out when it, we are needed, Father God. Well, we are needed, Father God, because we know that we are vessels, Father God, carrying something special, carrying something so great, Father God, that you are ready, Father God, to send off, Father God. But in the sending off, Father God, you've been preparing us. You've been training us, Father God. You've been making sure, Father God, that we are pruned from all the bad ways, all the simple ways, all the things that does not align, Father God, to where you see us in this season, Father God. So we want to thank you, Father God, for a new day and a new opportunity. We want to thank you for continue to seeing the worthiness in us father god to let us live out in purpose father god let us live out in the mission father god let us live it out father god just like your people did father god just like abraham did father god just like moses did father god just like samuel did father god just like david did father god and they were all not perfect father god but you saw in them father god that what they were capable of father god 
So in this season where we're feeling where we're not, where we are incapable, Father God, you were encouraged us to let us know, Father God, that you have purpose for us, that you have a mission for us, that all the troubles that are in our way, Father God, is just a distraction, Father God, a distraction. So you can't see the victory at the end. So you need us to stay faithful in this season. You need us to stay humble in this season. You need us to see your glory in this season, Father God. So we need to stick to it, Father God, stick to your word, stick to the prayer, stick to the plan. Father God, stick to obedience, Father God, stick to discernment in this season, Father God, help those, Father God, that are getting to, 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 to the place, Father God, where they are wanting and yearning to get to know you a little bit better, Father God, stick to the place, Father God, where our children, Father God, oh, our children, Father God, they are hungry for your love, hungry to understand your word, hungry to feel who you are, Father God. So let us continue to cover them. Let us continue to hover over them with your Holy Spirit, Father God, induce us with your Holy Spirit, Father God, so that when we give birth, Father God, we give birth, Father God, to the life that you wanted us to walk into, Father God. I am who I am because of who you are, Father God. I see myself brighter again, Father God, because of who you are, Father God. So all my troubles, all of our troubles, all of our worries, all of our pain, Father God, we put those things behind us, Father God, and we are looking forward to greatness. We are looking forward for a new thing, for a new destiny, for a, a new love, Father God, and that love begins with you, that love starts with you, that healing starts with you, that restoration start with you, Father God. So as we lift up our hands, Father God, and say, I am yours, Father God, and I am ready, Father God, and I hear you in this season, Father God, let us be filled up, Father God. God. Let us be filled up from within, Father God. Catch our hearts, Father God, and hug it tight, Father God, because we know this process is going to hurt, Father God. We know that there's going to be a lot of goodbyes in this, Father God. We know, Father God, there's going to be some shedding, Father God, but we know it's going to be all for your glory, Father God. And when we stand up and hold our head high, Father God, we can say, our God did this. We can say you did this. Our God alone did this. No man, no human, no nothing. This was all God. This was all God in this season, Father God. So we pray over those that are in the hospital bed, Father God, that cannot pray for themselves, that cannot stand up for themselves, that are in a place where they are trying to heal from within because their health is jeopardized in this season, Father God. We pray for those mothers, Father God, that are in the home dealing with emotional, verbal, and physical abuse in this season, Father God, and don't see a way out, Father God. Give them a safe exit plan in this season, Father God. We pray for those children, Father God, that are yearning for their mothers and their fathers love father god that cannot find it father god we pray that you give them healing father god so that they can become the parents that they never had father god so that they can see a goal forward that they can see father god a newness in them father god that they can see that their love begin with you father god we pray for those that are dealing with depression and anxiety in this season, that they come from that dark place, come out of the wilderness, Father God, remove that cloud that is hovering over them that is so dark, Father God, that they cannot see. They don't know where they're going in this season, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you heal from within, that self-care begins within, Father God. And we pray in abundance of love, a blessing, a wealthy Wealthy, 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 wealthy blessing over each and everyone's life this morning, Father God, this afternoon and in this season, Father God, as we seal this prayer with your love, grace and your mercy, Father God, we just truly want to say from the bottom of our heart, signed us, we love you. Amen.